Darkcast Network. Out of the shadows comes the best of indie podcasts. Welcome to Castles and Cryptids, where the castles are haunted and the cryptids are cryptic as fuck. And the cats are a little crazy. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh my god. Milana. <laughs> I'm Kelsey. Uh, it's not take two. You don't need to know that. <laughs> it's just the very first time we hit record. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And episode 113. Ooh. 114. Damn it. I just looked at my notes too. I, I know. Or I thought I said one thirteen before, but apparently I can't even read. No, uh, you even told me it's episode one fourteen. I was like, yeah, you're right. Oh, I said fourteen. Fourteen teen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is. That's a good episode. Yeah. My birthday's on a fourteen. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is your last episode from us for before a little mini hiatus so we hope you enjoy i think it's gonna be a fun one and i thought last one was also very much some fun and stuff that we like to talk about <laughs> yeah that was Enjoyed good it. back to our conspiracy theory bullshit yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pardon me <clears throat> oh hell yeah love them conspiracy eyes um <laughs> Sparasite. Yes, and your write up was cute. I was like, oh Aww, good description. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll be cooking up some fun things for you guys, but we're gonna leave you with this little double header of crimes of international waters. Yeah. yeah. Should be an interesting one. Oh my god. Dun, 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 dun. The uh, <laughs> the the yeah, the cases you can dive into rabbit holes as deep as the ocean. There's so many yeah. to choose from. Yeah. My short list was ten cases. It was basically the whole listicle <laughs> I was reading. Like I just was like jotting down the general like oh, okay, okay, like little a little note about like this one's a disappearance, or this one's a possible murder, or this one's a this, and it's on this cruise ship. And then I was like, how do I choose? As if, like, we would never do another, you know, episode like this. Like, I have to do, like, all of yeah. them. I don't know why it's so hard for me. <laughs> but yeah. I eventually settled, so. It can be really hard to narrow it down to one, and sometimes it is unfortunate because the one you really want to do you know there isn't enough sometimes to do a whole segment about but that's one that you'd be most interested in doing so you end up doing a yeah. different one instead yeah. because you can find a bit more information about it so that's yeah. true yeah it's almost like a what do you call that is that like a catch-22 or something because it kind of yeah. keeps it perpetuating where if there's not enough on it then People might not cover it. Yeah, it can be hard for sure. I'm always impressed when people do like really good research. If I hear someone say like, oh, and then I I received the court documents or something like where they actually like requested it. I'm like, good for you. I'm like, I feel like 
would I even have the time or forethought to do that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. And then, I like, know Crimes and Consequences, sorry. they do that. Almost all of their episodes oh, really? are from, like, a book. They'll get their information from somebody That's that was involved. Cool. Uh, or it'll be from court transcripts that they right. like, sent in through, like, public information act or whatever (laughs) sent in like filled out forms to get all the pictures all the court transcripts all the case files all the autopsies it's crazy but they work on episodes for a long time sometimes like six months in advance so right 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 we and then we were thinking okay if we can get a little bit further ahead then we'll have a little bit more time to take those kind of yeah you know steps where if we want to look into it further like we'll maybe have the time or we can say okay well we'll switch that episode around or whatever yeah it's very impressive I love a good researcher or whatever where you're like yeah okay I can tell you read a book or or what Mm -hmm. have you and then yeah uh, yeah sometimes I'll hear people say like that it's hard to find stuff on cases in Canada or Australia or places outside of the U.S. I've heard of the American podcasters say that a couple I times. Think I think we like, just. Oh. <laughs> I think sometimes our stuff just doesn't. It'll say information, but either there's no follow up other than the initial stuff, or yeah. uh, it's hard to get the person's name. It'll just say like a man or a woman was involved in this. Yeah, true. Due to maybe different yeah. laws, and so you just get a lot of headlines and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What can you do? We can't all be Florida who has like the problem with the Florida man or whatever that I heard was that they just had a, you know, a little bit of a different state law than others where it's like, oh yeah, they're allowed to publish, you know, kind of the names of any petty criminal, I think. So that's why it just all, it just all gets out there. Yeah. You're like, wow, Florida, but <laughs> maybe oh, it just yeah. seems there like is. there's more because they're like more published or whatever. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff, I feel like, probably just doesn't get reported in other places to news media yeah. as much uh, as it does seem to be in from Florida. Right? But it's that great. That's not salacious. That. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to so sell. <laughs> People aren't yeah. going to click on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, a man but from mean- Vermont no. <laughs> doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> No, and he doesn't usually throw a gator into a Wendy's drive-thru window either. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. We're selling chicken oh nuggets God. that look like manatees. <laughs> that was one of mine. <laughs> Petty crimes are fun. Yeah, those can yeah. be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we can do more of those if you guys want. Maybe we'll do some more on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, let us know. But... Petty crimes, petty crimes. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's so many, like, I went looking at, well, I can do cruise ship crimes, because there are, like, almost always out in international waters, and there's so many of those to choose from. I almost find them as fascinating as, like, plane, planes that get disappeared and stuff. I don't know what it is, something about being on the water or being in the air, and then you're missing, you're dead, or whatever. It's just, like, it's very freaky to me. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just... The thing about it being on water is that you are probably just disappearing because there's mm-hmm. no 
somebody walked and then put their thumb up and hitchhiked down the highway and then disappeared forever. <laughs> it's like you're in the middle of nowhere and all that's around is one thing yeah. and somehow you disappeared. You didn't like, catch a little just... current and ride your little yeah. piece of driftwood <laughs> to safety. Oh. Yeah, it just... Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, what are the circumstances of that? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I just saw something. What was it? It was a guy and a dog or something, maybe. <laughs> um, I just saw it on headline saying he had survived out on open sea for like 50 some days. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I can't remember. I saw headlines. I think it was on Google News. Holy shit. Um, so just recently it. then. Yeah, he was just rescued, I think, within the last couple days. Wow. And he was gone for 50 some days. And it was him and like some animal, like whether it was his pet, maybe a dog or something. But Oh my god. Yeah. His pet it tiger. Was crazy. No, it's the it's the Tiger yeah. King version of the what's the life of Pi? Is that the one where he gets like yeah. shipwrecked with a tiger? Oh my god, like yeah, anything to do with it. Shipwrecked crimes. Like, yeah, people mm-hmm. lost at sea or the ones they make into movies. Yeah, where they survive at sea and stuff. It's yeah. just like, what the hell? So crazy. Yeah, everybody's got a f- pretty healthy fear of the deep ocean, I would say. <laughs> yeah, like there really is nowhere you can do. Like, especially if you yeah. can't swim. You're kind of fucked. Ooh. Especially if you're out in near Point Nemo or wherever it was that was so f- the farthest from land in mm, the middle yeah. of the ocean. Maybe like what? fucking sharks. Like the <laughs> Where they heard the bloop. Bloop. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I can't even swim um, in a lake because like I can't see if stuff is near me or under me, let alone being stuck in the fucking okay, ocean. Lakes. Yes, they can be worse to me because they can be a lot darker. You're in the, you're gonna swim in the ocean, like uh-huh. you're, if you're not going out onto a boat and diving, like you're coming in from the shore. It's a lot clearer. Like I don't want ocean swimming to get a bad rap. I love like going no, to the maritimes and like, just how swimming deep on it is. Beach. Like you wouldn't be able to tell. Like, yes, something coming up. Just whoop. Jaw yeah, style. like totally like black water. Oh my god, just terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> don't put me into it i don't want it <laughs> okay. which is funny because at the same time i do eventually want to somehow like figure out scuba diving if i am able to yeah. get certified and then so i could go swimming with sharks but i'm afraid of fucking sharks but well, just big ones ones. that would eat me not yeah. the little ones the little ones oh I would yeah totally there's little ones people with. swim with all the time yeah i want to do that yeah. that's um, awesome i feel like i would like that um, it's like a but big yeah, jaws, <laughs> yeah, jaws coming up from me from below and just whoop, and I'm gone like a little sea otter or something in the water. Oh. I, no, yeah. Statistically, wait. Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say, will an otter be more likely to kill you? But there's a lot of animals you're more likely to die by than sharks. Poor sharks. Probably I hippos. Think, like... I think isn't it? Hippos kill more people than. <sighs> What about mosquitoes? Yeah, I think maybe even, like, cows. I don't know. There's freak accidents, but, like, there's a lot of animals that... (laughs) Yeah, don't be (laughs) (laughs) cow-tipping. 
I'm just saying, you're probably more likely to die by like car accident than shark attack, or like you or can't a hear horse. like horse, yeah, like, or they're like off of horses, <laughs> or a a, a vending machine is more likely to like fall on yeah. you. Well, that's because you're gonna you're that. gonna you're gonna Tip box it. with it because it took your quarter. Oh my god, like, Karen hey. used to do that that we worked with. Yeah, nice. She's a nice Karen, but she's a little bit crazy too. No, you just gotta shake it. Yeah, she's the first oh one. She's like, careful, the one leg is shorter; it'll tip too far. Like, oh my God. <laughs> this is a liability. There's all these post-it notes being like, "The vending machine owes me two dollars," and then the person's name. I know it always ate your money. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's awful. I, I'm only a liability when I uh, walk around our very deserted parking lot reading my book yeah. i'm like i can see where i'm going <laughs> of course they're like if you trip <laughs> yeah yeah distracted Anywho. walking <laughs> i am not i've never walked into anybody like those people that are like looking at their phone like nah. yes yeah i don't know what's but people yeah oh too funny well hopefully we're gonna go we we're supposed to go see it last weekend i know but gonna go see that insidious tomorrow nice. i have to let you know yeah we're doing my brother's yeah. yeah we're doing my brother's birthday tomorrow and then on sunday oh. uh we are doing or i'm doing my like work we do a summer huge party or they invite all the employees oh, yeah. and they're doing a a big food truck coming out and then there's it's Ooh. carnival themed so they have a whole bunch of games and there's supposed to be surprises going on that only the <gasps> managers know about so it might be something really embarrassing they're gonna do like oh, really nice dressing up like ridiculous or i don't know sometimes they do fun stuff so right like pies to the face i think russ's work did that one yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool uh and then on <laughs> monday uh me and a friend from work are gonna go see the barbie movie we aren't doing Barbie, oh, okay. but um, we are just doing Barbie. But wait, what? I've heard about the Barbie a lot, and I've heard a little bit about Oppenheimer, but not a lot. Yeah, um, because there's people because they both open tonight, so there's people that bought tickets to both, and there was kind of all these arguments about which one do you watch first. Oh, uh, okay. And stuff. You're like, do you want to end on like a happy note with Barbie, or do you want to start with that oh. and then go into like a sad movie? Uh, Wait, Barbie's gonna be happy? Oh, spoiler yeah. alert! I don't even know what uh, the plot's gonna be for that. I can't even imagine. Yeah, so we we're gonna go see Barbie movie on Monday, and we're both gonna dress up. Me just a little bit. It's all stuff I already own. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That'd be cool. Then, yeah, so I have a busy, oh. busy few days coming up. No, that's fun. And that carnival theme reminded me yeah. that I I heard about on a podcast, of course, that there's you can go to something called a beer or a barcade. Someone was going to a barcade. Oh, Christine from And That's Why We Drink. I think she was going there for oh. like a birthday. And I was like, what the fuck is a barcade? And I was like, do we have them here? And I Googled it. And we have a beer cade in Edmonton that has like, Ooh. you know, like some of those bars that has like, you know, maybe some arcade games or some ski ball and some like yeah. video games or something. And I was like, ooh, that's that sounds fun. fun. We should go. Cool. Yeah. 
That'd be yeah, fun. I've only been to like one like that here before. I had just karaoke and like I don't know, like Deer Hunter and those like VLTs yeah. or those little Ugh, screens. Yeah. But I don't think it had anything much more than that. Yeah, we had a bar back home that had a little foosball table. I don't know, it was kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, date night. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right, what are you telling us about today? I have. Okay, so it's a little bit on the shorter side for me, so this was about all the information I could really dig up, Yeah, but it's going into the disappearance of Isabella Hellman. Disappearance of? Okay. God damn. Um, This is going to be a twisty mystery episode, I think. (laughs) It's, It's not too bad not considering some of the international waters ones um yeah oh yeah but yeah I'm sure there's some crazy ones <laughs> yeah uh so her husband lewis bennett is 41 uh i think yeah she's also 41 they're both 41 uh lewis okay. was a a mining engineer in south florida when he met and then later married isabella hellman who was a former realtor don't think she was still working as a realtor at this time, but uh, okay. she was a former That's realtor. Cool. And this was about February 2017. They had gotten married. And Lewis himself was originally from Dorset, England, while Isabella Ooh. was Colombian. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that name, Isabella, I love it. It's a beautiful name. It's great. Totally. Timeless like uh, you can call her bella you can call her izzy it's Uh, true (laughs) so cute uh i love izzy and shadow hunters she's a cool character yeah yeah she's got her electrum whip or whatever (laughs) yeah i always forget about shadow hunters i don't know didn't you get me reading those books anyway no (laughs) well i had read them (laughs) i was (laughs) i was reading them when they very very first came out okay like the first two i think were out when i started reading it in like middle school Uh, or something and then oh wow (laughs) i think you might have read a couple of them because by that point i had already by the time I moved out, I had already gotten rid of my copies. Like, I didn't even have my copies anymore. Oh, so okay, yeah. it's not like I would have even lent, been able to lend them to you to read or anything. Uh, I think I only had the first three books. Yeah, I just get attracted to yeah. those kind of book covers at the bookstores. Yeah, they're so metallic and shiny. It's it. great. And then they got, like, all these swirly tattoos. It's very <laughs> Yeah, very there's flashy. usually, like... Why yeah, not really novel romance covers. novel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be like yeah. a lady in a flowy dress, or so someone's yeah. flowing, their hair's floating. Yeah, <laughs> a chain yeah. of silvery thorns. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> what's that about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Isabella and Lewis, they have been living together in Isabella's home in Delray Beach, uh, Florida, and they oh, okay. together they had a nine-month-old daughter. By the time they had gotten married. Yeah. Mm. Cute. Cute. Uh, so I'm not sure how, but um, they did end up owning or were at least renting or something a catamaran. Like one of those boats. Um, oh. Yeah. 
kind of they're so, kind of sleek little yacht like yeah boat or something yeah the only ones i've been on were like bigger um to hold like 30 okay. people so i can't really judge oh, what like okay. a smaller one is supposed to look like i might be able to find mm. a better picture um to look it up and put it on the website with it uh but they had a 37 to 40 foot catamaran that they had either like owned or were taking out um i think they owned it because it said the their boat was called surf into summer okay uh, not isabella anywhere. Gosh, no. <laughs> I missed opportunity. Uh, they, <laughs> they were taking it out on a belated honeymoon uh, on this little sailing trip around the Caribbean, uh, kind of in the early spring, it, probably going into the summer of 2017. And this was about three okay. months after their wedding had taken place. So oh, pretty wow. quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh. Mm -hmm. Lewis told investigators that he and Isabella had left from the Caribbean island of St. Martin on April or in April of 2017. And then over the course of a few weeks, they arrived in Cuba and they spent mm -hmm. a day or so in Cuba before they were supposed to be setting back to Florida. Uh, and they were going to be leaving okay. for Florida again on May 17th of 2017. So they've been at sea yeah. for like th almost three weeks or so at this point. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it sounds like kind of eastern they left in, Caribbean area. Yeah, they left in, eight, I think, sometime in April. And now this is like over halfway through May. Uh, so it's wow. been at least three weeks or so. And Lewis says that they planned to sail to either Key West or Fort Lauderdale. Uh, they were going to be, like, arriving there. They were going to dock there um, and, I think, end their trip. Uh, so it was on the way going back to there that at about 8 p.m., Lewis says that he set the autopilot on the vessel and had told Isabella to take watch on deck while he went below deck to go to sleep in the cabin. Yeah. He put that shit on cruise control, as they'd say yeah. on Creeps and Crimes. <laughs> yeah, he did. They uh, always go, put that, if you're driving, put that shit on cruise control. If you're, what, what is it? If you're not poor, or if you're drinking, pour that shit up. <laughs> Let's get creepy. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Um, I didn't know that boats really had that, but I guess. <laughs> I think it just sets, like, the steering so that it's it won't move it's just oh, keeps yeah. it on a straight path i think that's all it really does okay and maybe probably like speed? speed yeah yeah uh yeah. so Oof. this is a few hours later lewis says he was or yeah a few hours later lewis ended up being rescued at this point he was now alone on a life raft and he ended up having to be rescued from international waters near the bahamas Oh, where he shit. by himself was helicoptered back to Florida. And so instead of Rose being left on the door, yeah. we have <laughs> the man clinging. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Clinging to the life draft. Right. Uh, Crazy. So Lewis, his side of the story is that after he went to sleep below deck, he was woken up by a quote crashing underneath Ooh. a few hours later. 
Um, okay. So he's trying to say, like, they hit something in international waters. Oh, and okay. that when he went back up top, he noticed that the sails and the rigging on the vessel were loose and that he couldn't find Isabella anywhere. Uh, she wasn't on the boat anymore. Interesting. I see. I th- thought at first when you said crashing, like, you know, f- something like furniture or plates or something like that. Not like. Yeah, no, this is like, like something underneath they hit right trying to say yeah yeah like i can almost hear like a like a crunching noise too almost yeah it's like okay yeah something's something's not right (laughs) yeah uh he noticed that at this point that the catamaran was taking on water and like sinking so he gathered some of his personal belongings which included unused parachute flares water a tea set that's very important when you're sinking get your fucking tea oh. set uh, yeah <laughs> maybe it was like a family heirloom i don't fucking know i thought it was strange oh my god it's um, fine china <laughs> yeah uh and he also manages to get out nine plastic tubes that contained all these silver coins which we'll get to what um, okay yeah so he's got a t- all nine of these plastic tubes filled with coin. He's got parachute flares that were never used to signal for help. He's got water and a tea set. That's all the important things in on, his life. Just like Fuck on a wife. raft with him. Yeah, on a raft with okay. him. So he abandons the ship, jumps into this wow. life raft with those items. He cuts the tether between the raft and the sinking catamaran. And then basically kind of floats in that area waiting to be rescued. Uh, he also has a satellite oh. phone. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. I kind of jump around a little bit. So, in this, um, four days after Isabella's disappearance, the Coast Guard, at this point, ended up calling off any search efforts to find her. And by this point, Lewis started to raise suspicions because he was now asking the Coast Guard for what's called the letter of presumed death. Uh, He was really pushing them for it. Yeah. Oh, no. Not a good Um, look. Yeah. It was kind (laughs) of really weird. Um, And investigators determined uh, in speaking with him and stuff that Lewis was a pretty experienced sailor and he was trained on a lot of emergency procedures while Isabella was very... um, like a lot less experienced and probably didn't know many emergency procedures. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they obviously got separated somehow in the melee. Yeah, something happened. Hmm. Um, so Lewis told investigators that he had asked Isabella, as I said, to stand watch over the boat while he went underneath to sleep. And he noted at this time that Isabella had not been wearing a life jacket any sort of harness and she wasn't wearing a gps locator either well she's supposed um, to I be guess is, i guess that's like a a thing like probably should have been wearing at least a life jacket or harness or a gps locator um, well and if she's not as comfortable manning the ship so to speak yeah, yeah. maybe he should be a little bit more cautious i'm just wondering I'm not sure what they're... Because at this point, they've been at sea for three weeks. So maybe 
there had been multiple nights they had done this and this was kind of yeah. their routine and everything had been fine. Uh, I don't sure, really sure. Because you never know what's going to happen. Like, Yeah. Hmm. Um, so during questioning on May 23rd, uh, so this would be 14 days. Yeah. 14 days. No, 16 days after her disappearance. No, six days. Sorry, six days after her disappearance. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, that wasn't was the it the seventeenth? No. Yeah, like one of my I can't favorite math, numbers. Apparently, <laughs> six days. Three plus three okay. is six. Lewis told <laughs> investigators that he uh, actually hadn't taken any effort to try and find Isabella in the water. Um, instead, he had like gathered his belongings, uh, including this satellite phone that he had used to call weirdly one of Isabella's sisters and leave her a voicemail telling her that Isabella had disappeared at sea. Oh, Very... right away, buddy. Really? Yeah. Uh, and then he's more concerned about finding a so-called like proof of death thingy or whatever instead yeah, like of four days later. looking for actual proof of life. Yeah. Which I would still be holding out hope for, I would think. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... Um, not great red flag yeah he had then called so after he called um isabella's sister and left this voicemail saying isabella had disappeared he then calls a friend that he has that lives in australia and he asked them to call and contact the u.s coast guard on his behalf which is strange because he has a satellite phone like he could he could presumably call but he wants somebody to call on his behalf from australia okay like when people call someone else before they call nine one one, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. Um, like, what should I do? Uh, <laughs> so the next a few days pass. Uh, May twenty eighth, just days after getting back home to Florida, uh, Lewis and the couple's nine month old daughter, because she wasn't with them, like on this trip. I presume it was just him and her. Okay. Um, so I, oh. I'm maybe oh, right. her family, yeah. maybe her family was looking after the daughter oh, so. in Florida. Yeah. So he goes back um, to Florida and it's just a few days after he gets back that he ends up flying him and his daughter to visit his family and stay with them in the UK. Okay. Um, yeah. So he... F- fucking hmm. flies out of the country like from the u.s into the fucking yeah. uk well your wife is missing uh, right Ugh. yeah okay um interesting <laughs> around this time isabella's family had started to tell investigators and reporters that the couple had had a fairly brief but troubled relationship um they had been together at least nine months, because their daughter's nine months, but I'm not sure how long they were together before that. Uh, I can sort of relate. I mean, <laughs> sometimes it happens kind of quickly into the relationship, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything good or bad, but okay, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Isabella's family, in a couple sources I read, they claimed that they had actually bugged the couple's apartment uh, oh, in Florida, uh, following Isabella's disappearance because they believed that Lewis was involved. Uh, I didn't really talk what? about if they got any information from that, but they had somehow managed to bug the apartment to, like, eavesdrop on oh. him. I wonder if yeah. they had a private investigator, yeah. I don't know, yeah, it was a little a little strange. Um, Sounds the a little illegal. In- <laughs> yeah. 
Just a bit. Um, on the police side, like their investigations revealed uh, some texts between the couples saying that Isabella felt that Lewis didn't really respect her anymore and just in general oh. called him or described him to be a very angry person. Um, okay. I mean, yeah. can you imagine your dad now someone's looking through your texts? I've yeah, certainly right. text argued with my spouse before. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's almost easier than talking face to face when you can be really heated, you know? I find. Yeah. But so that's, oh, that would suck. Because then you have to, like, uh, they're all being scrutinized over the fine tooth comb. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know if it was in text or what, but they also said that she had said that she was afraid to get home. Like, like maybe arrive home um, from something that was going on. Oh. And uh, months before her disappearance, she had wrote or texted, quote, if you don't like me or love me anymore, let us fix this ASAP because Aww. it's very pathetic the way you treated me all the time. Oh. Yeah, okay. that's really sad. Yeah, um, obviously she feels disrespected or something. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It was noted that the couple had often fought over, was mentioned to be a possible move to Australia. Like maybe it was something they talked oh. about or maybe something he wanted to do and she didn't. But they were fighting about this. Um, and then they had also fought about finances and money and also raising oh, sure. their daughter. So That's common stuff, definitely. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't fought at least once about money or how to raise yeah. you know your kid in one aspect or another so oh yeah i can certainly empathize <laughs> um so at some point i'm not sure when but the fbi had become involved in investigating um and searching for isabella okay um they started digging through um these photos and videos of the sinking catamaran that was actually taken by the u.s coast guard before it fully really sunk. Um, I don't know if it, they actually were able to recover it or anything, but they had this that they were able to analyze, the FBI was. Huh. Um, and they determined that Lewis's story um, couldn't really be true. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, a... I'm not surprised, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> but tell me why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, some peculiar things they point out as to why. <laughs> Um, oh, this dear. is what they said, quote, based on the analysis, it does not appear the vessel sinking was caused by accidental damage. Rather, it appears the vessel was intentionally scuttled, Ooh, um, end quote. That was shit. an associate professor of nautical architecture and what? ocean engineering. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Holy there was fuck. something as nautical architecture. Fancy nautical, man. Um... <laughs> Sounds like uh, a smart dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nautical architecture and ocean engineering at the U.S. Coast Guard Academy. Um, this is wow. what he stated in court records. Um, they had also stated that the catamarans to escape hatch portholes that actually sit below the waterline were inexplicably opened um, to let water inside the catamaran. And... Yeah, that'll do it. Let me just yeah, right? open up a couple holes here. Yeah. Um, a shark did it. A shark, like, used its thumbs and, like, opened the portal. Right ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And then there was also these two holes um, that could be seen in uh, in videos. And I think in the some of the pictures, um, these videos are like, I call it like a slash almost looks like it's like really cut. Um, oh. It was in each hole and they were almost identical. And it said that they were determined to be made from inside the boat, not what? an object that it could have caused it from outside. That is so crazy because yeah. the way they can tell if someone broke a window inward or outward from the house, like, of course they'd be able to tell if you put, I don't know, a knife, yeah. what's going to cut through metal, something, then the metal's going to poke out on the other side. Yeah, exactly. Not or inward. the glass will like go that way. Um, but if like, you look at pictures, no one's just going to ever check that. <laughs> if you do anyway. look at pictures on the drive um Ooh, yes yeah which one is it Epi- uh, episode picture five <laughs> actually shows this quote-unquote hole but i call it like a huge slash um the hole the hole in the hull yeah okay. the hole in the hull oh, oh, like they're okay. big it's huge and there's one in each hull of the catamaran oh like it's crazy. that's a full-on yeah, it's like a huge vagina. Yeah. yeah, it's like a yeah. huge slash. <laughs> probably almost a foot long. Like it's giant. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. yeah, almost teardrop shaped like that. Yeah, elongated oval, like even yeah. wider than I thought it would be. Actually, yeah, it's wow. crazy. Um, wow. Another quote from them saying, "I cannot think of any item that would accidentally cause similar holes in both hulls at roughly the same time." Like to make this, like, hi Gordo. Um, to make the <laughs> these, I I think there's only pictures of like really? one because it was kind of as it was sinking, but yeah, there was apparently two of them. They were almost a identical. Of it. Yeah, you're right. It's still on top of the water. Yeah, but as if. Yeah, the hull's not supposed to be, like, pointing upwards or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, it's definitely on its side slash on its bottom. Oh, my gosh. Yes, there's another one. Yeah. That shows. Um, and that and is you can a, see that the, looks like a smaller little... vehicle. It looks like an orca. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Kind it's of. Like, the blue, on, dark blue on top and the white on bottom. Uh, yeah, and then the, the other picture is, like, the little um, life raft yeah. thing that he was in um yeah oh wow really okay yeah um yeah but pretty crazy looking at that like cut that was made on the side it's yeah ew i hate pictures of fit oh when their boats are capsizing oh it just sends shivers down my spine how did they get one of those almost looks like like there's a raft okay so he's in the raft i think i just saw Maybe the Coast Guard's taking the picture from behind him, and then you can see him in the raft in the forefront, and then further in the background, the yacht's, like, just barely going under the water, or the catamaran? Because that's a really um, weird... That's a, the number four picture. The number the four picture t- is the Coast Guard, like, just taking oh, the they're video taking, of it as it was sinking. Oh, they're on so, the Coast Guard boat taking the video. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's them taking that one. And oh, I think that's I how they got those... I think that's how they got the pictures and the video of the the cut and everything was as they were pulling yeah. up to it they were like filming it. Yes, and then there's um, also a boat in the background. Okay, the, I hate that yeah. picture. It's very ugh, eerie. It's just um, something going right under. I don't like it. 
So the the case gets a little weirder too. There isn't much information about this, but I had mentioned those nine like plastic cylinders of coins that Lewis seemed very intent to rescue. Yeah, Uh, what's that about? Yeah, so these coins that he was trying to save or did save were valued at almost forty thousand dollars, and they were all these doing on the boat with them sorry yeah that's weird um, they're all these antique coins that he had actually stolen from his previous employer a year earlier oh my god um it said he may have been working on a boat in the caribbean or something um didn't couldn't really confirm that but anyway he had stole these coins from like his employer Okay, and... possibly on another boat or something in yeah. the Caribbean, maybe. Okay. And, wow. What um, a bad boy. Ba- <laughs> based on this information, they actually arrested Lewis for that, to put oh. him kind of in jail. Um, okay. So he was arrested and charged with transportation of stolen gold and silver coins. Uh, this was in August of 2017. Hmm. And they ended up arresting him when he returned to South Florida um for an interview on his insurance claim i don't really know maybe it was to do with the boat or something to do with isabella but when he appeared back in florida from the uk they like arrested him for this transportation charges i think while they kept on the case um, that sounds like they maybe arranged it like that so that they could capture him nice uh so Lewis ends up going to trial for the coin theft and he ends up pleading guilty to the coin transportation charges on February 16th while he's in Florida and he's sentenced to seven months in jail for that. Okay. Slap on the wrist. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty much immediately after he pleads guilty and is like sentenced for that that I think it's while he's still in the courthouse that day they then immediately arrest him and charge him with second degree murder <laughs> um whoa yeah they were like, like the- shit we gotta go now <laughs> yeah gonna- like i don't even think about- they left let him leave the building or anything honestly well because um, maybe he would have been out on bail then or would he have i maybe- wonder have started his I- sentence right away for the seven month thing hmm i have no idea yeah. Uh, yeah, so they charge him with second-degree murder after the FBI, uh, investigation at this time was basically concluded. And, yeah, he weirdly ended up being arrested the same day that Isabella's family had actually sent a letter to a a federal judge complaining that he had been keeping them away from the couple's daughter. Um, I think by him keeping her in the UK, they like hadn't seen her since Isabella had disappeared. They hadn't seen their like granddaughter. So oh, their granddaughter. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I was like, wait, <laughs> can't nobody see her because she's disappeared. I get you now. I think they were upset they hadn't seen their granddaughter in a while because yeah. since Isabella disappeared. Okay. Aww. Yeah, because he's keeping her out of the country, basically, with his family. Right, because he didn't want to get persecuted. Yeah. <laughs> his alleged Yeah, he basically fled the country. Right. Um, That's an innocent look. <laughs> yeah. Just like Boy, 11 oh. days after your wife disappears on international waters, you just like fucking up and leave the country. Did you say 11 um, days? 
Yeah, because it was oh. on, yeah, May 17th, and they, him and the daughter flew to the UK on the 28th. Like, fucking oh, 11 weird. days. Like, yes. Oh, there's just some parallels to my case already. Ooh, weird. Okay. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> so, a quote from, like, her side of the family saying, uh, we don't want to say anything bad about Lewis, but we would like okay. him to know how much it hurts us to not be able to see and spend time with our god. Uh, granddaughter and niece yeah. Amelia because her name's Amelia that's such a cute name oh um since he I took can't... her out of the country sorry the one time I was in like this <laughs> it's a quick anecdote uh drama camp and there there one of the lines in the play we had to do was like we're gonna call her Amelia <laughs> and like oh. I, I would just you know kind of say it for a time afterwards so it's a it's like an inside joke in my family almost (laughs) but it's a beautiful i think it's a beautiful name i wasn't laughing at that just something stupid (laughs) uh yeah the family wrote this in the letter um that was obtained by abc news uh i think the letter continues saying lewis knows that isabella's mother was very involved in caring for amelia uh, from the time of her birth here in Florida until she was lost at sea. Uh, okay. continu- um, oh, this was from, the next quote was from FBI Special Agent James Kelly, uh, mm-hmm. who wrote in the criminal complaint, uh, quote, I respectfully submit that there is probable cause to believe that Lewis Richard Bennett knowingly and unlawfully killed Isabella Hellman with malice afterthought within the special maritime and territorial jurisdiction of the United States. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh. Because it was off the coast of the U.S. still, right, at the time? Uh, Bahamas. They said they were the oh, closest right. to the Bahamas. But I think oh, technically okay. he was rescued in international waters. Oh, um, so complicated. Yeah. That's what makes these cases so crazy. Yeah. The jurisdiction um, is just like up in the air right yeah uh mm-hmm. investigators suspected that lewis had killed isabella in order to collect on an insurance policy i mean same um, <laughs> yeah um also believed he may have done this to take sole possession of their combined assets including bank accounts and then a house mm-hmm. that isabella like herself seemed to own in florida um which oh. i think they mean the one that the couple had been living in it was her house so he would get that sure. basically uh it also they also presumably said that it would put an end to the couple's troubled relationship like those arguments they may have been having oh my god because um, people can never get just divorced they have to kill each other right, right? it's not always the way um prosecutors in kind of a totally separate thing also alleged that she may have discovered that lewis was in possession of all those stolen coins and that once she had discovered this that this led to her like death and disappearance because oh, um, she might not have known yeah. about it and maybe she found them on the catamaran after like three weeks and confronted him about it or something so right because else yeah why would it be all of a sudden just out of nowhere that he would that's true yeah do this like he didn't seem like a great guy but didn't seem like he was super physically abusive from what i recall from what you said so yeah it does seem yeah like a... didn't seem like it but yeah a lot of character um, 
So prosecutors said, I think this was during court, quote, it was not until Lewis boarded the life raft that he even called for help and reported his wife missing approximately 45 minutes after he had already awakened and, like, discovered oh. that she was missing. Um, yeah, that's what the prosecutor said. Oh, so they said. think they know, they know, like, the specific times? Because of the yeah, Coast Guard he might have there? said, like, when he woke up. Maybe he let it slip what time he woke up and found her missing. Maybe. And then they could probably tell from this voicemail he left her sister being like, oh, like... Yeah, the first call. person he called, right? Yeah, yeah that was weird. Yeah, leave a voicemail and then call a friend in Australia and be like, can you call the Coast Guard on my behalf? I don't want to talk to them. Like, that's a little weird. I'm sorry. I don't even have anybody's actual fucking phone numbers if I don't have my phone. Like, call Kelsey. Yeah. I don't know. What is her number? I, I'm calling yeah. 911. <laughs> like, I don't know. Get me Kelsey's wow. number. Quick. It's an emergency. Um. <laughs> yes. Patch me so, through to Kelsey Anderson right away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, in court, the second degree charges... Um, ended up being lowered to involuntary manslaughter after the prosecution. I don't really know how, but they somehow failed to prove that he in- had intentionally sunk the boat, which kind of blows my mind because they talk about the portholes really? being opened and the two like obvious cuts in the boat. I don't know. It says that he wow. they failed to prove he had done it intentionally. Um, I mean, it's not your normal method of like yeah. murder so perhaps it's just like something that f- so few people are would be like an expert on or know yeah i don't know yeah that does seem crazy though because you, you'd hear the experts testifying i feel like that would be like yeah okay he sunk it like you know what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> yeah yeah and what what sticking up in international waters is gonna hit that and do that like yeah. how big is international waters that you fucking hit something that's pretty intense. Yeah, it's not an iceberg. <laughs> I was just yeah. joking earlier. Yeah, it would have to be like yeah. a reef or a, sh- a rock or something. Yeah. yeah, there's no icebergs in the Bahamas. <laughs> and it didn't hard. happen to any other boat. Yeah. Oh my god. There was, I don't know why I thought of this, but there was one case that was a fucking mystery of these, these poor seals were getting found, like, slashed up, but they also looked like they'd been, like, I don't know. It spiraled, it said. Oh. Like, for a while, one of the theories was that they were getting caught up in boat propellers. But it was just okay. like... That doesn't usually happen. Like, that's rare. And, like, yeah. they were turning up in droves and stuff. I forget what I was listening to, but I was... I think a, I heard of that, Disgusted, too. but fascinated. Because, like, I love seals. And I was like, what the fuck? And it, they didn't really have, yeah... A definitive answer at the end. Yeah, that I that I recall. It was some weird. Well, maybe it probably was this, but it was like really, <laughs> was it? <laughs> you know, like yeah. oh, that shit is so weird. Okay, we'll cover it <laughs> if you want. <laughs> sure. Seal uh, stripping. Oh, I can't. <laughs> so Lewis ended up uh, pleading guilty. Pardon me, to okay. the lesser charge of involuntary manslaughter in this oh. like plea agreement they had reached. Sure, because uh, they couldn't get him for murder, so next best yeah. thing. All uh, right. Before the judge announced their decision and like sentencing, 
Lewis asked the judge, uh, this is like so weird, but I feel like he's grasping at Shaw's. He asked the judge to let him out of prison sooner so that he could continue to raise the couple's daughter, Amelia, who at this time, by the time of sentencing, she was almost three. Um, okay, so he's just like, I'm a dad, let me out. Yeah, let <laughs> okay. me out early because I'm a dad. Um, and I killed her mom, so now I'm her only parent. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Feel cool. sympathy for me. I killed her mom. Oh, right? Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so Amelia, who was almost three, was still being raised by his parents in Scotland. Um, and he was quoted in court as saying, If you may permit me to be with my daughter as soon as possible, I want to bring her up in a matter that is respectful to my wife's wishes. Fuck oh, you. gag me. Oh, my God. Isn't that awful? Like, just what a slap in the face. I want to bring her up Over in a way that's respectful to my wife that I murdered. Scottish Scotsman I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Lewis Bennett, he ended up being sentenced to eight years in prison and ended up really? receiving another three years on, like, a supervised release. I think it might be like kind of like probationary kind of stuff. Right, right. Uh, he house. was, yeah, something like that. He was also <laughs> ordered to pay $22,910 in restitution to their daughter, Amelia. Don't know what that's about. <laughs> Sorry, I killed her mom. Here's $22,000. I'm also confused. Yeah. yeah, that was a little weird. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Usually, it, I, you can see that like when there's a different victim family, family than the perpetrator yeah. family. <laughs> but it's a little murky. Sorry, I killed here. your mom, daughter. Here's twenty two. <laughs> Fuck, jeez. From the um, insurance settlement. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, God. probably. Um, <sighs> it did also say he ended up choosing to waive his right to an appeal. Um, so he oh, waived okay. that. Uh, Lewis ended up apologizing right. to Isabella's family during his hearing, and they ended up responding, I think, to reporters later on that day that they their hearts were broken and they were pretty bitter that the case had ended up in a, a plea charge of involuntary manslaughter in t- instead of the second degree murder. Yeah, which, yeah. that's yeah. that's a different. <sighs> I mean, charge, obviously, in jail time or whatever, but, like, amount of yeah. culpability, too. Yeah. It's like, what did the one guy on the Oz prison show got that for, like, what, drunkenly hitting a kid with his car because he was driving drunk. Oh. It's like, there's total, but you know what I mean? Like, even that, that's more accidental than this. You know yeah. what I mean? In a way, yeah. like this seems pretty premeditated like ugh. yeah or at least set up uh, like she's not wearing a life vest she doesn't have a gps locator she's not tethered to yeah. the boat like or like think about the murdoch's murder case where he was fucking mm. drunk driving that boat but uh, also yeah. it, it resulted in someone dying and he they were like slow the fuck down and he wouldn't like there's just so many different degrees of like yeah culpability i guess it's pretty crazy that they call it like if i was the family i'd be pissed if they called it involuntary manslaughter too i'd want more than that yeah yeah uh yeah they were pretty upset but 
her family members ended up telling reporters after sentencing that they did end up planning to visit um, Amelia in Scotland, like, the week after the trial. Um, okay. I couldn't find anything really later than the trial for information, so hopefully they have seen hmm. her multiple times since, like, 2017. <laughs> yeah, um, still only five years ago, I guess. Yeah, maybe they're just yeah. keeping their privacy. Yeah. Um, hopefully. There's a couple... Oh, this was like kind of a longer quote from Mitchell Kitroser, the attorney that was representing the Hellman family. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think he was kind of saying this on their behalf. Quote, I think at this point, all we can do is hope that the visits will go forward. There will be a continuation of those so that Amelia grows up knowing that she has two families that love her. She's lost her mom, but that doesn't mean she's lost her mom's family. I think the ideal scenario would be to have both families participate in her life as she grows up so that she has as many people in her life to support her as possible. Which is good. Like, Aww. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because that would be very difficult to reconcile yeah, yourself with like, your dad and your dad's... At least you have your dad's family, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Just awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and just my last little thing was just that they, they did, I don't know how much they normally search for somebody who's lost on international waters, but for right. Isabel Hellman, her, her body has never, ever been recovered. Um, and they did end oh. up searching 4,900 square miles. Um, the coast oh, really? So that sounds pretty big to me. Um, I don't know if that's typical for their searches, but yeah, no sign of her was yeah. ever recovered. Like, so they have no idea where. That's is. what's so hard is there's so much yeah. to search, and especially if you don't know the exact location. Same, yeah, the same thing in my case. It's just like you don't know where it ha- anything happened. Like, yeah. this is why people take this kind of opportunity to make people disappear, right? Yeah scary but yeah i hate love these cases so much (laughs) that's the case on this one i it was kind of interesting to me just what stuck out to me when i was reading this as opposed to some of the other ones was just the items that he got that he grabbed to go on that life raft (laughs) it was like some water a tea set (laughs) silver coins (laughs) Yeah, so like teapot, like what does that mean? Teapot, tea. I can't think of the words right now. I was like tea glasses, teacups. Yeah, like teacups, maybe some saucers and a fucking teapot. But like, where's my wife? I don't know. But I have our china set. Okay, like okay, hear me out. Okay, in the closet here, Rain got this. Maybe my mom got it for. I'll have to ask her, um, or when she catches up and listens to this, but I'll see her soon. So like a, like a kind of a miniature one and they, they all just sit in a little, a box. I'm holding it with my hands because it's not a big box. And then like, almost like dollhouse size. Like there's like a little pot and a little sugar thing and a couple of little little tiny tea, tea, tea cups. (laughs) Oh my God, what's wrong with me? (laughs) But like, I'm like, other than that, how the hell... Is that going to not be bulky and uh, an uncomfortable thing that you're just not going to take with you when you're leaving a sinking ship? 
thinking I'm going to try and hopefully grab my spouse faster than I grab all that and my ancient coins. <laughs> but, yeah. <gasps> yeah, those coins, like most sources said it was about $40,000 US. And a couple Whoa. sources, though, said up to $100,000 US that they were worth. I'm- People have killed for lesser so, life insurance policies, so. Yeah. Sounds but like yeah, a motive so to me. Maybe she had found out about them and was, like, confronting him about it or something all of a sudden. Um, that seems to Could be the only be. thing about, like, why after, like, three weeks at sea when you're, yeah. that's the night, basically, you're supposed to be going home. Like, you're going to be getting home in the next couple days that you suddenly all right. do this. Like, yeah, or sometimes I think of, like, an accident where people are pushed to do things where they like, normally they would just yeah, yeah exactly not get caught so they wouldn't have to worry about it but then something happens and he like freaks out and like accidentally hurts her or something and then bob's your uncle she's overboard and yeah he's like, it's just really the ship. Weird. yeah when they <sighs> talked about the hole and stuff and then when i was looking at pictures and i saw the picture of the hole i was like that does yeah that's really weird and it's on it each is. side, and it's suppo- they're supposed to look almost identical. And it's like, what would cause yeah. that on each side at almost the exact same time? Because he said he heard a noise. Like, it's so weird. You trying to park your boat in too small, a compact boat spot. <laughs> Both sides. No, I don't know. Yeah. There's nothing on international in the waters. Of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Like, dual synchronized shark biting. <laughs> Sharks with pocket knives. <laughs> Sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> oh freaking laser my... beams, man. That's freaking my favorite laser bad guy. Doctor Evil. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah. Uh, crazy. That's so. good. That was good. Um, I I don't know why. Yeah, these type of things give me like, what is it? Natalie Wood vibes. Was she was the actress wasn't she that was suspected so, yeah. by her husband or whatever and then christopher walken was there <laughs> why not? but she probably took out a lifeboat in the middle of the night because oh yeah why wouldn't she yeah it's all that stuff that's just so sketchy and you're like yeah they I covered that one on uh buzzfeed unsolved the true oh that's a classic yeah yeah i mean it's just yeah like we said it's just kind of a really good way to get rid of people usually unless right yeah the currents against you and you're in a yeah. place where they just watch back up but you know <laughs> whatever i think um, if you're far enough away from land they presumably will probably never wash back up but right you have to be pretty far out you're not gonna you're not gonna canoe out that far make it you didn't like what did they do in Dexter where they're like all in the bay and they all get found at once because he just like weights them down or something. Yeah, in like the same fucking them. spot. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, good job. Ever, yeah, all I ever Sorry. wanted out of that show was what Masuka's reaction would be to finding that <gasps> Dexter was a Masuka. serial killer. And 
all they gave the us. The perv joker of the office. <laughs> yeah. And what they yeah. well, they gave us like Angel. Angel kind of figures it out in the new season and it's oh, like there. Right? Yeah, but presumably okay. he would have fucking told Masuka and all he wanted was on screen Masuka's reaction. Because I felt like that Aww. would be the but- craziest reaction because he was over the top. Kind of like characters. I don't know if I do so want I like- that though. I want my funny guys to be funny. I don't want them to be all like sad because they find out their friend's a killer. I think I'm like, oh, maybe I'm good without it. <laughs> but like from day one, that's all I cared about in the show was just like what his eventual reaction was going to be. And we got like everybody's oh reaction except his. I suppose. Like, yeah. Someone used anyway. a gift the other day of Deborah like crying her eyes out and was like, I'm broken. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, I remember that scene. That just was like almost triggering because <laughs> it was like we were just talking about the fucking motor vehicle system going down again. And then they were like, they posted like, I'm bro. And she was like crying. And I'm like, oh, I remember that. Isn't that what she confesses to Dexter that she's in love with him, even though he, he's her adopted stepbrother or whatever? Oh, my God. We could go on. Yeah, I could have 100% <laughs> done what. You know what? Just stop the weird stepbrother, <laughs> stepsister weirdness yeah. I, really was, like I feel it. like it was unnecessary i didn't love that storyline i didn't yeah. love a lot of people that fell in love with dexter or whatever though because i mean he's a serial killer yeah. that's got to be a hard thing to manage and then he gets with that one girl rita but then she gets killed too spoiler yeah so that's too bad because he's like actually a really good dad when he <laughs> puts some effort into it yeah, when he's not being super socially awkward and just doesn't yeah. understand. <laughs> that was the best yeah. part about the reboot, too, was his relationship with Harrison. And, like, yeah. Harrison was so cool. But. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we... <Dexter. laughs> we'll take a break and we'll be back with more international water crime. Hell <laughs> yeah, we will. I hope you're listening to this uh, on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Not over the ocean. <laughs> Not over the ocean. Otherwise, what are you doing? Okay. <laughs> Darkcast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. Hey there, Rainbow Warriors. I'm CJ, host of Beyond the Rainbow, true crimes of the LGBT. My episodes focus on crimes committed by and against the LGBTQ community. I've covered cases you probably have heard of, such as Matthew Shepard, Brandon Tina, and the Orlando Pulse nightclub massacre, as well as some lesser-known cases like the murder of Ray Hainish, the Australian gay beat murders, and the suspicious disappearance of Lisa Lynn Stone. I cover cases brought to me by listeners like Penny Brummer, who I believe was wrongfully convicted. Taboo cases such as lesbian corrective rape and murder in South Africa and Pray the Gay Away camps. I discuss gay serial killers, women who pretend to be men to hook up with other women and trans murders. I'm opinionated and uncensored. I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but surely I'm someone shot at tequila. No matter what your gender or orientation in life might be, please join me as I tackle rainbow crimes in search of unicorn justice. Remember, it's not a crime to be gay, unless you're a murderer.
Um, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that break and possibly a word from our independent podcaster friends. Um, <laughs> maybe someday a word from our sponsors. <laughs> it's future Alana. <laughs> it's telling yeah. the truth. <laughs> um, okay, so this one you might not know. I didn't know if I knew it when I started <laughs> researching it. And turns out, I think I knew it a little bit, but it's the case of, um, his name is George Smith, the fourth. So, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, that's all I'm going to tell you. He yeah. was born on October 3rd, 1978. And, uh, the, we're just going to jump right ahead to when he got married on June 25th, 2005 to, uh, Jennifer Hagel in a, quote, cliffside ceremony in Newport, Rhode Island. Nice. So, it's probably very we're picturesque. On the road to Rhode Island. <laughs> Family guy. Yes. Yeah, it does sound nice. Cliffside ceremony. There's a picture yeah. from their wedding in the drive. There's a lot of, this one has a lot of good pictures to choose from because, well, they're going on a cruise. I know. <laughs> I saw blood stains. Just wait, just wait, just wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, um, Jennifer was 25 at this time, and um, George is 26. Uh, Jennifer was about to start teaching third grade, having just finished up her master's degree in education. Nice. Um, Good for yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And George was slated to take over his father's business, which was a liquor store he owned in, um, ugh, I heard Greenwich, Connecticut, but anyway, I'm never sure because I'm like, wait, isn't it Greenwich in Greenwich Village? But that's in, I think, New York, so. Yeah. Greenwich, Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> um, he was very close to his family. His dad, of course, George Smith III. His mom was Maureen, and he had a sister named Bree, which made me think of Outlander because she had red hair. There's a picture of the family on the drive, <laughs> like Brianna. <laughs> um, they headed off on their Eastern Mediterranean cruise for their honeymoon, which I was like, same. Yeah, belated <laughs> honeymoon. I'm like. Right, because they had been married for like three months, I think you said, yeah. or something. It's not okay, too yeah. belated, like. No, no. I know, some people never have a honeymoon at all. Some people never have a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> I was going to say, she's not salty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also just too broke for anything like that. And like, I don't know, I also am like, Ooh. I get why people like, you know, yeah, whatever. We had a kid when we started. We had enough making us broke when we first got together. <laughs> we didn't need yeah. a wedding on top of that. Um, <clears throat> but they boarded the Brilliance of the Seas, which was a, was or is, I guess, a Royal Caribbean cruise line ship. And they set sail from Barcelona. Cool. So, Barcelona. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like. Is that one of those ones where we say, like, Ibiza, Ibiza? <laughs> Barcelona. Oh, sounds beautiful. Yeah, just take um, me anywhere in Europe. Just like, oh, I would love oh, to go. I tell you, I, I 
this itinerary sounds amazing. I, like I said, didn't know which one to pick. I was like, almost like a couple on these lists are from the same cruise line. Should I pick on that one? Just because it's like <laughs> kind of a cheaper cruise line. And I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Um, but yeah, this one, I thought something said a lot of young people were on the cruise, but I also read that it was one of their longest itineraries at about two weeks through the Mediterranean. So I was like, this is no like four day Caribbean cruise or whatever. Like that's a lot yeah. cheaper than what this sounded like, but I don't know. I've never been on a cruise. <laughs> um, so yeah, they really enjoyed the cruise. They of course made some like acquaintances and sort of friends on the trip. Like <clears throat> the one I first read about was this Josh Askins and his family, which they ran into in Florence, Italy on an ex- excursion from the ship, which was like a city tour. Um, oh, okay. But so they were so they also weren't... on the cruise, but they met oh. sort of on the tour. But oh, they were also on the cruise? They were from the cruise, yeah. It was like one oh, of those okay. excursions you can book like from the ship kind of thing. So oh, okay. through the cruise line, yeah. Um, oh, cruise lines. <sighs> You're in that department of the travel agency. You were making the money because the yeah, retirees... So they book the yeah. flights. They book this, you know, balcony fucking stateroom. They book the excursions. They take the top travel insurance. They do it all. Yeah. Give um, me their money. A, and then COVID. I'm surprised people yeah. still want to travel after. Yeah, the way people they talk about cruises on like wine and crying, and then during COVID, the way they some of them ended up being like these quarantine zones almost. Like yeah, and then they were stuck on the right. Boats. Like, yeah because someone would get it and they couldn't get off so they're just like <laughs> like almost being held prisoner or whatever people sending yeah. them stuff <laughs> i remember like, that's this awful yeah like with kids you're stuck in those tiny little state rooms where you're not supposed to like you're like oh I'll just get a small hotel room i'm not gonna spend my time there you know what i mean <laughs> two weeks quarantine you're like <laughs> fucking i hate everything oh Anyway, I do like the Modern Family one where they are like, something's happening with their house, so they all have to stay in this hotel room. And then Claire gets a separate hotel room and starts spending time in it. And there's like this whole big And then all the, don't all the kids start like going over there one by one until everybody's just in her room? Yeah, because she's over there like, kids, I need more wine. Um, <laughs> just like, they're sleeping yeah. in the bathtub in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so on july 4th george and jennifer spent the day touring uh mykonos i think it is in greece and his family said that like he loved greece so much it ended up being one of his favorite places on the trip so it always looks so beautiful when i see it right crystal blue waters yeah. <laughs> is that like if mama mia taught me anything it's like greece is beautiful <laughs> Everything I need to know about the Mediterranean, I learned from Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> I know, I want to go. I haven't been. It always looks so nice. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he really enjoyed it. And then they'd have like those formal dinners that they have on the ship. They always tell you to like bring an extra, like a dress, dressier outfit or whatever. So you go to the, you know, the formal nights and have dinner and... 
they would have dinner that night with another couple they met on the cruise, this Paul and Galena uh, Kvitsniski. It's a tough one. <laughs> Vitniski? <laughs> it starts with KV, okay? <laughs> Kv- <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one to um, do. <laughs> yeah. My mouth won't do it. <laughs> They've been really getting along with these guys, though, for the whole trip. Um, so they were one of the ones they would hang out with. And these <laughs> Kivitniskis were also on their honeymoon. And they said this the Smiths were just normal and easy to talk to. Um, and then that night, after toasting to their future, they um, after the dinner at midnight, they went to hit up the casino. Um <clears throat> And then CTT, CCTV footage captured them both on camera that night. They were seen to be gambling and hanging out with Josh Askins, their friend that they had met. And he was also teaching Josh how to play craps, which my Google tried to correct as, do you mean craps? Are you sure you don't mean singular? I'm like, yes, I mean craps. <laughs> like I give a craps. <laughs> <laughs> I always think I remember asking my mom because there's this Paul Simon Paul Simon song oh my god where it's like he goes like four in the morning is the lyrics crapped out yawning and I'm always like crapped out what is he talking about <laughs> she's like it's a game I'm like oh okay I still don't know how to play it but someday I can play crib Okay, my parents are going to teach me how to play crib. They have a couple crib switchboards, so. If we ever go back to Vegas, maybe we'll gamble. Who knows? When we're rich and famous. (laughs) One day when they're doing a show. What? I tried. I'm terrible at it. Every time I lose money, it seems like the person beside me wins exactly what I just lost. Oh, no. I feel like my money is just... Might as well just hand them my money as soon as I sit down and be like, here, this is for you. Yes, <laughs> that reminds me of that Friends episode where Phoebe's got a lurker. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So, yeah, teaching them to play craps. Everyone's kind of drinking heavily. I mean, they're all in their 20s. They're on a cruise. <laughs> One might do this. Um, Jennifer, though, was less interested in the gambling so yeah she's there at the casino but like i think she's just more drinking partying and also um more interested in the attention she was getting from a male staff member named lloyd boda yeah he was on your honeymoon (laughs) that was quick allegedly allegedly (laughs) which makes me feel like letter kenny allegedly um allegedly fucked called... to ostrich <laughs> an ostrich i know god they say that almost that entire one episode allegedly yeah. but if it clears our names <laughs> yeah okay so this guy was what was called a i don't know if it's a croupier or a croupier because it's got that kind croupier. of french spelling yeah i guess it's like a dealer of some kind yeah yeah so he's definitely like he's a cruise ship employee Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if that means they were like flirting or dancing or what, but other witnesses would kind of corroborate this point saying that he was maybe less than professional. Just trying to get and... them extra tips, leave them alone. 
I mean, this is something I feel like I've heard about cruise ships. Just because it's not... Oh, yeah. I think at one point I had in my notes something about the international law. Because it's like, when you're on the cruise ship out, just because you're not in port doesn't mean you're necessarily like, it's total outlaws. Like, oh, yeah. it's international waters. Like, anything goes. Like that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> but it's more like it's the jurisdiction falls to usually the home port of where the cruise ship is from if you're out at sea yeah. and crime happens this is my understanding anyway and then if you're closer to port then it it falls into the jurisdiction of the port that you're closest to so it's not like it's you know no man's yeah. land lawless water world <laughs> yeah. um, so the wild wild west <laughs> Uh, the casino was closing at 2.30, so the party had to move elsewhere regardless. So George, Jennifer, Lloyd, who was the dealer, Josh, their other friend, and his three buddies, Zach, Greg, and Rusty, went to the disco. At 2.30 in the morning. Oh, the party never stops. so <laughs> late. I know. This makes it seem like a fucking... I don't know, college spring break free for all sometimes. Yeah, are they playing like fucking beer pong? Like, oh my, I remember like travel agent school or you know what I mean? Like the university program I went to, they were like playing up how like you can just eat everywhere on the cruise ship. Like you go and there's a soft serve ice cream machine, then you walk over and then there's like, you know, like crepes and then there's like a hamburger stand. Like he's just, apparently you can just drink everywhere too. Best. I mean, that part sounds pretty appealing, yes. <laughs> yes. Ugh, that sounds amazing. But being out at sea on something that, as many people point out, if you wanted to get off of it, you really can't. Yeah. In a way, that's maybe like the plain thing to me because you're all in it yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, it's out of your control. My mom doesn't exactly. really like boats like that. Like she's fine yeah. on like little boats, but she she could never. You couldn't get her on a cruise. Like, yeah. yeah. The only one Pat seems to want to do is a river cruise. <laughs> so I think it's the ocean thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So allegedly, they were not even satisfied with all the onboard alcohol available, and they decided to imbibe some of the illicit. Uh, I guess it's called in French because <laughs> I wanted to get all fancy La Fille Verte or the Green Fairy as we might also know it as or Absinthe <laughs> oh okay I was like what the Green Fairy <laughs> yes I've heard it called the Green Fairy um, but yes it's a green uh, apparently it's not a liqueur but known as a spirit because apparently a liqueur has sugar added into it I was oh, like, okay. mm. but spirits liqueurs those are those like distilled one versus like you got your fermented which is your beer your wine your mead <laughs> yeah the more you know so george and jennifer had an argument about this alleged flirting and apparently it culminated in her kicking him in the groin and storming off <laughs> it's going well <laughs> fair enough Oh no. Uh, so that aforementioned Lloyd Bota person went after her, the dealer, the guy, the croupier, 
Yeah. While the other guys tried to calm George down at the table. So they're separated. Okay. Yeah. Apparently they took George back to his room at this point, but when he saw that Jennifer was not yet there, he wanted to leave to look for her. Um, kind of, this is according to the, you know, not necessarily various sources, but at least the Reddit write-up and, like, supposedly the guy's interviews after the fact of what happened this evening. It's a reconstruction. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. we have only people's words to go on. Yeah. So, yeah. But there was a um, a neighbor, Cleet Hyman, who was like their next door neighbor in the stateroom next to the uh, Smiths. And he said that he heard a racket around 3 a.m. So <clears throat> he even made a noise complaint at that time because he was like, it sounded like they were like playing a card game or doing shots or something like something raucous was going on they are causing a damn ruckus yes and like you know how dare you have fun it can be so paper thin though right yeah yeah so yeah he uh was like get off my lawn (laughs) (laughs) i'm shaking my damn Uh, fist at you And apparently shortly after, he says he saw three men leaving the room, but couldn't identify them. So, it's odd because, like, if it was everybody except George of the guys that were there, there still should have been four guys. Josh, Greg, Zach, and Rusty. Um, And this uh, neighbor, Hyman, said that although he tried to go right back to sleep, he was then disturbed again. Once he heard a heavy thump from the room next to his. Um, and after that, he heard nothing for the rest of the night. So, hmm. yeah. Jennifer has little to no recollection, unfortunately, of the rest of the evening slash getting to her room. As she was found just passed out in an alcove of a hallway, sort of random Classy. spot. I know. Not to be mean, but classy. Oh, I wonder. It's like that Below Deck show or whatever where the it's like the, I think it's the, the crews on those fancy rich people yachts. Because it's like what the crew has to oh, deal God. with and then what they get up to. And I'm like, imagine what these cruise ships people have seen. Well, yeah. Like people would be like, oh, it's good money. But like, mm, it's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, people yeah. are just inebriated, seasick. They're on. They hate each other. Like, <laughs> One thing said they had to use a wheelchair to get her back to her room. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't judge. I've. I you know. I know. I've passed out. I mean, I've been drunk. Like. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I do it in the privacy of my own home, where I usually just pass out on my own couch. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, one time at one of my friends' parties, <laughs> it was her going away one from when she was going to college. Um, Ooh, I got yeah. super drunk and Ooh. very quickly, it was like crazy, <laughs> very quickly. Um, nice. And my friends ended up on the bathroom of her floor. Um, like the floor of her bathroom was really, really big. So they ended up making me oh. a fucking bed because I kept throwing up. <laughs> 
So they like, oh no, I kid yeah, you not. They nights. brought like, they brought blankets. They brought pillows. So they like put blankets down and then like <laughs> rolled me into it and then put blankets on top of me. And then I had like you're a on your side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like on my side with my back against the wall, so I couldn't roll over. Yeah. And they kept coming in to like That's check good. on me. So I'd wake up and they'd be like, are you okay? I'm, like, I'm fine. And then I'd just pass out again. Honestly. Projectile yeah. vomiting. Um, Best place yeah. for you at that point, probably. I feel like most of us have maybe been there. Yeah. That's it just funny. sucks. Because I, I don't know. I didn't realize like just how quickly I was drinking. So it was a very early night. Like I was at that level yeah. by like 1130. And I think people were partying for, like, yeah. another four hours, which was kind of shitty. So I missed, like, 90% of the party because it was asleep in the bed. Oh, <laughs> I can easily just be, for me, it's, like, you didn't eat enough or you just mixed too many yeah. things or say, me, say, like, what is it? Because I get mixing? tired of the taste of a certain drink, so I mix. And then my friends oh. kept making drinks for me. And then I had two different types of drinks. And Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially you go, like, yeah, say from, like beer or something to like a, a mixed drink or anything with hard stuff it can just be like bam <laughs> yeah i was drinking like vodka Pardon and me. then like rum and oh boy stuff. so yeah <laughs> you made your own yeah. long island iced tea right in your stomach <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i don't really though. i don't really like beer so everything else yeah. i drink is like at least five, ten percent, like normally. So, mm. I do like a good pint of beer when I go to the pub sometimes, though. But yeah, it's not gonna like. You're usually eating too. It's not gonna get you that drunk. Like get you like tipsy. No, but, this I think yeah. I had. I had like four or five of my drinks that were like the. I really like the Jack Daniels. Is it Down Home Punch that like? Oh. Sounds like yes, fruit punch familiar. one i like that one i think i had, had four or five of those and then i had had like oh a my huge God. drink that was like super strong i um, won't drink jack I had like an anymore. entire an entire one of those and then i was just like one christmas time apparently it turned me into a monster and i <laughs> was dating i was gonna tell you because your last case his last name was bennett and one of my ex's yeah. last names was bennett <laughs> And I apparently, like, just started ripping into him and his sister, who I was very fond of. But, like, just the whiskey <laughs> just turned me into a fucking devil. And oh, wow. I won't drink Jack anymore, but once I did mix it with Kool-Aid. So when you said the Jack Daniels fruit punch, I was like, wait, <laughs> does that taste like Jack Daniels and Kool-Aid? Because never again. <laughs> I'm better now. <laughs> no, that one just tastes like now. juice. It just tastes like alcoholic juice. It's so bad. That's how I drink <gasps> oh like five God. of them in an hour. Like I Jeez. was so drunk. I think I was at the party for two hours and consumed like nine drinks in two hours. We're yeah. so lucky we're like, you know, not in our early 20s anymore. And now they make like nice <laughs> ciders and other fancy things we can drink that aren't just like freaking smeared off ice and things to get you white girl wasted. <laughs> but I... I don't know. I have this thing. I tend to just every few minutes, I'll like take a whole mouthful and then my drink is gone in like 10 minutes. So yeah, like I just wait, I, doesn't everybody drink like that? No, 
But no, like, compared to my friends when we used to go for my birthday or anything, I'd end up ordering two drinks for every one that they ordered because I could drink two. I could drink two or three drinks in the time it would take them to drink one. Oh, they're just, like, nursing it. Yeah. (laughs) And I, like, couldn't stand it. So, yeah. It's, like, drove me crazy. I can relate. I mean, you know I can drink like a fish. (laughs) I just... I, you know, have to make sure nowadays it's like, okay, you can drink like a fish, but it doesn't mean you can drink like a fish. Like you can't drink wine when you're recording or anything like that. That because that just gets yeah. too messy. Wine, <laughs> I have to put wine my gets limitations me immediately. On. Um, yeah, for some reason, wine gets me immediately. Oh, I mean, it can taste just as good as a cooler, but it can be twice as strong easily. Yeah, or three yeah. times if you get like a fourteen percenter. So. yeah yeah the coolers and stuff i normally drink i think are at five percent most of them yeah i don't it's not like that much crazier than the u.s they always used to say our stuff was so much stronger but most beers and shit is like five (laughs) yeah um where the hell was i uh (laughs) wheelchair (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Yes, because that's what I heard on one thing that they had to use a wheelchair to get her back, to pour her back into her stateroom. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I shouldn't be so mean. I, I don't know. I, like I said, yeah, we've been there. Um, So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> apparently she was put back somewhere between 4.30-ish, 5 a.m. Okay. <sighs> I'm not so sure. She was gone for a long time. Yeah, I think I had later that we might not know exactly between like 3 and 4.30, you know, an hour and a half, two hours maybe. There's a lot of questions with this, unfortunately. And at 7 a.m. on July 5th, so this is that morning of the long evening, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like still um, the same day. Or the next yeah, day. <laughs> they've been out since like midnight on this day. Yeah. yeah. Um, a passenger was out taking pictures of the sunrise and she noticed something odd outside their room and this unfortunately was uh, something she was able to take a photo of which was a large blood stain that was on a metal canopy uh, on a lower like deck area I believe maybe the canopy of a lifeboat possibly oh okay that's uh, what the so- picture is that's what there's a picture of or maybe two pictures because one picture it made it the perspective seem different so i was like wow it looks a lot bigger in this one there might just be one called stain or something (laughs) but it was apparently quite large yeah yeah so they knew that yeah people figured something terrible must have happened between greece and turkey and just didn't know what it was yet but um, some unspecified time for most sources. One source said it was about 8 a.m., but not 100% sure. But apparently Jennifer woke up. Oh. I'm not sure how at that point, if she was that drunk, she woke up so early and so Probably fast. Probably to vomit into a toilet and then got interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's oh, what I'd God. be doing. Me being like, I don't, I'm never gonna drink on a weeknight ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn recordings. No. It's Friday. <laughs> don't worry, guys. It's Friday. 
Um, yeah, so they, oh, I don't know if I said that. Yeah, they put her in a room, uh, but they did not see George. They didn't notice George at that time. I, um, I don't know if I said that, but so 7.30 a.m. the next day, the photo is taken of a blood stain on a canopy, um, somewhere kind of below the couple's balcony area. So not great. No. Yeah. Um, Jennifer had woken up alone and made her way to the spa for a massage. Uh, <laughs> but before she could finish, I'm trying to be so unbiased. I'm sorry. But like her husband's missing. I know. I, she didn't see him. But also, I don't know. Things just said that. Apparently it had been such a partying type cruise that it wouldn't have been the first time he might have slept over at someone else's cabin. Oh, so okay. She apparently so maybe after worried. the argument, she thought... That's what she said. Off. Okay. Yeah, she said she figured he stayed somewhere else. Um, but before she could finish her massage, she was paged over the intercom to report to the ship's staff and was told that George was likely missing and couldn't be located. Um just rough so turkish police when they made it to turkey which was the next port of call they the police boarded and then questioned the four men last seen with him but i also read that they didn't secure the boat so people were also allowed to disembark at this port so that's also not great for an investigation (laughs) yeah i think they just don't know how to deal with this shit sometimes and they don't want to like yeah alarm the whole crew and passengers i don't know sorry somebody's missing and may have been murdered please literally and now i'm getting vibes of that freaking time when they had in wwe that a wrestler died getting like the one of the Hart brothers he, he's getting like yeah. what is it piloted dropped into the ring on a rope thing whatever that is i don't know and like something yeah. happened and he like like literally like fell to his death and they literally just were like well we're still here to do like the show and like let's do the matches and the show must go on and all that and you're like really yeah. like dude just like died yeah i don't know i don't think i'd be having fun anymore <laughs> no um yeah it was so they were questioning the men last seen with him which was josh askins who he mentioned and then uh, the other friends of his and and George's because he'd been hanging out with them previous on the trip I guess uh, a guy named Rusty Kaufman and Greg Rosenberg and Zach Rosenberg who were cousins we do know that these last three were um, Russian American citizens like men living in Brooklyn New York um, so they said they had partied with George the night before yes but after returning him to his room where Josh used the washroom, they then went back to one of their staterooms to continue because apparently he was too drunk or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, as if they weren't drunk at this point. I don't know. It's like, it's so late. Um, then they said they just ordered a bunch of room service and went to bed. And they said they had left George safe and sound, even taking off his shoes for him before laying him on his bed. So they're... Um, questioning 
Jennifer, Josh, and those three men also. And then they inspect the room and the ship's captain apparently was quite quick to assure people that this was most likely an accident. Um, I don't know. Again, yeah, probably for PR reasons. But they had seen there was a chair pushed up against the balcony in George's room, kind of facing the balcony door. Um, and then there was this incident report, which there was a picture of, but I don't think I included a picture of that or the chair, but it said, like, this is something like the captain or someone wrote up and it just said, after the investigations, we assume he was sitting on the rail of his balcony cabin, probably lost his balance and fell overboard, probably under the influence of alcohol. And that's all it said. <laughs> hmm. Very thorough. I mean... I would that line it. up with the giant blood patch that was found? <laughs> Kelsey, things I was looking at told me that they were washing it off within two hours of it being found. And like it wasn't even tested. Because I was like, did they wow. ever find out if it was even his blood? Like, I need to know. Yeah. And they just like were like, mop it up. <laughs> you know, yeah. have a hunch. <laughs> Oh my god. And oh, I just I hate it. Yeah, some oh, yeah, just ugh, crazy. Some people said that it looked like there was handprints in the blood. Also something I read said a bloody handprint was found on a railing near the blood stain. So it really does make you think that like it's possible that it could have been from him a body being overboard and then trying to get yeah. back up like Oh, okay. It's terrific. I don't know, and that's why I've tried to find the both pictures, because the first picture I saw, it looked quite small, and then when I was reading the Reddit thread, somebody was like, oh, that's like a man-sized print. And so I looked at the picture they included, and it was a little bit more of a close-up. And But you don't really have anything like to reference yeah. the size, I find, in either of the pictures, so it's difficult to see, but... I mean, it's not small. No. Like, pretty big either way i don't know um so an fbi investigator was assigned um or put on this case i guess and the family also um, hired an attorney but jennifer pretty quickly after like a day being there flew back home to the u.s and that was while George's parents, the Smiths, were still flying to Europe, 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 to like help look for their son or do whatever they could, put out flyers, whatever. Oh, weird. Yeah, so it didn't look great, and the parents didn't love that. Um, the FBI investigator, okay, that was Mike Jones, or he's either the investigator or the attorney. I just wrote his name so many times now. This one just says Mike Jones. But he said he learned of the existence of a videotape during his investigation that allegedly contained potentially damaging statements by the men in question who were last seen with George. Um, they were heard talking, quote, callously about George's death and even ending the video with like a bunch of gang signs. And then Greg Rosenberg saying, I told you I was gangsta. So, oh my god what a loser just 
Yeah, and I guess they were being like, um, I don't know, something like he just flew over the railing, just like really suspicious and very shitty stuff. Oh, yeah, there was a further quote kind of explaining. They passed a video camera around filming themselves commenting about George's death in a very callous way, Jones told 48 Hours. But the really incriminating statement is one of them stands up at the end of the tape and sort of hunches his shoulders and flashes gang signs and says, told you I was gangster. And in the context of the discussion about George's death, almost as if he's bragging about having done something to George. End quote. Which, hmm. if there is a tape, the FBI claims to have this tape. Um, but yeah, right away, like nothing seems to be adding up. Jennifer's kind of whereabouts from like 3 to 4.30. Although police later said they checked her out and they were convinced of her alibi. But Hmm. it's not been really made public if she was, you know, with that other guy at the time or what. (sighs) You think, like, do they not have... You said they have CCTV like inside the casino, but they don't have anything outside. Yes. They don't have anything outside anywhere. I read there was nothing really in the. There's not really anything in the hallways usually. Oh. Um, but then at least one source I have here about like times where different key cards were logged, which I was like, yeah, they should have more evidence like that of you know when yeah. where their employees are or, like when people come into the room and stuff. But yeah, I think it's one of those where like, not of them in the bathroom. So it didn't seem like they really had them in the hallways. So they couldn't see who was coming and going from their room per se, other than the witness, the the one witness. Hmm. Yeah. You think a cruise ship filled with a thousand strangers would be the perfect place to have a shit ton of cameras in the public areas. Yeah, like, at first like, it seems like the worst place to try and get away with anything. Yeah, it like, should be. It really should be the worst place. Yeah, many witnesses, you're in an enclosed space until you get to a port, like... Limited suspects. Like, ugh. Yeah. Um, okay, so one thing said a key card confirmed that their room was entered at 4.02, so most people say that's... Okay, lines up with when they supposedly brought George back. Then put him to bed. (laughs) Um, Then um, another (laughs) one thing called it an ear witness (laughs) that came forward. (laughs) Oh, they heard something. Yeah, like it was was a neighbor who was named um, Carlos Manchaca, I guess in room 9066 who was two doors down who was apparently woken up by loud noises sounds of an argument and then what sounded like either something heavy like furniture or a person hitting the floor or the walls oh yeah so there was like at least one or two sources that heard a ruckus I know the first guy said like a card game or something, but then now we've got at least one person hearing like a fight. So yeah. there's just a lot going on. Oh, put my other headphone in because this one. <laughs> when my headphones start to die, they say, please charging. <laughs> please charging. I know. 
it's a Swedish company. Um, but please, yeah, it's either me with the charging. It's either please charging or please charge me. I could be mishearing it. I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it though. Mine just goes slow battery, <laughs> and then it'll keep playing, and then it'll just be like slow battery. Oh, I like it when things are polite. Please charging or the motor vehicle system when you don't put enough money in. You're like. More money, please. It basically says amounts doesn't nice. match. Um, okay, almost done. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, according to at least one source, Lloyd's the employee, the dealer guy. His key card showed him leaving the club much earlier than Jennifer, so it's really hard to tell if he was with her during the time she was. At. Hmm. after the disco the missing time but i mean some theories are that like she was with him during that time and that you know maybe it was she was too drunk to be like consensual and so that's why it's kind of been like hush hush of like oh she has an alibi but we don't really want to say what it is i don't know it's really weird okay yeah because they were the ones that were supposedly flirting so also, the room service order record was never able to be found, although I think they were able to confirm that calls were made from the stateroom that the the guys retired to after they left George's room. So, kind of unconfirmed. Um, not like ordering room service is an alibi anyway, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like... Or that it takes four of you to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Takes four of us to order food. I know. And any witness, like the neighbor, said that he saw three people leave the room at the first place. So there still would have yeah. been one of the guys left back. Um, yeah, there was just a lot going on. Another inconsistency or something weird was that the blood stain looked like it had handprints kind of in and around it, which I might have mentioned. According to also the 16 year old who photographed it, by the way, that's who was getting up to look at the sunrise poor girl yeah Jesus. poor teen <laughs> um sadly on cbs news they said that the fbi closed the investigation in 2015 um uh quote we were told by the connecticut fbi that there was not enough to prove george had been murdered and that his death may have been the result of an accident end quote that was from the family hmm so they are understandably outraged and disgusted by this and they plan to move the case to another jurisdiction. It said like maybe New York, which I'm guessing is probably because that's where the the men were from. The they're from Brooklyn, hmm. so I'm not sure. But I mean Definitely. honestly, what else like what other investigation route can you take? Like, it kind of, at this point, it's sad, but it is what it is. And yeah, if you have, you can't directly say they were involved or it wasn't just an accident. So you can't really just, like, charge four people with an apparent accident. It's true, yeah. Because if the initial investigation had been done a little better, maybe we'd have something else to say. Yeah. But his mom, Maureen, did say, I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever that my son was murdered on that cruise ship. Um, 
So in the Smiths family's Facebook post, they expressed anger that their son's belongings from the boat, which they say may hold forensic value, are now going to be returned to Jennifer, their former daughter-in-law who has since remarried. This is a quote. I've been told not to call a cruise ship a boat. <laughs> they drilled that in our heads in <laughs> travel school. <laughs> No. A boat can fit on a ship. A ship can't fit on a boat. <laughs> um, the evidence will be given to a woman whose whereabouts are unknown when George was thrown overboard and who has done everything in her power to stop us from finding out what happened to George on July 5th, 2005. The post reads. So apparently Jennifer came, became kind of difficult and distant during the investigation, which the family was openly critical about. Just, yeah, you know, flew back and early your, and your honeymoon. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, she sounds great. No, no, I don't know. It seems like you should have been there longer, fighting for it, trying to find out what happened. And then there's just like weird stuff. How they said that she was like upset because they had used a cropped photo of him that was from a photo of him and Tara Reed, and not a photo of him and her together. So, <laughs> she was like mad wow I uh, know um, London's Daily Mail I should say quote London's Daily Mail says that the FBI's Russian mafia team is involved in an investigation focused on four young men including three Russian Americans from Brooklyn, New York to determine if they were involved in the case I don't know <laughs> but Jeez. his body also has never been found much like your case sadly yeah and the trip was known to have traveled i think it said 200 miles the night he would have disappeared so it's just like almost no way yeah Yeah. it's really impossible i think to recover people yeah unfortunately um Later, Smith's wife settled out of court with the cruise line for $1.1 million. Smith's parents later sought to have his wife's settlement overturned. This is part of that quote. As part of that action, the original settlement was increased to $1.3 million. The parents and his wife are now splitting the funds, and Royal Caribbean agreed to release certain documents. That's what has apparently triggered the additional investigation, end quote. Hmm. So... Uh, that was an interesting note too that there was a settlement and that as part of the agreement now certain documents are available I thought that was interesting but I'm not sure what that means or what they found out Um, there's a few more interesting points to the story on top of all that what happened on the night of July 6th which was not the night George disappeared but the next night um so this is what got those guys on the boat into more trouble. Um, oh, lovely. <laughs> the suspected criminals. Uh, apparently an 18-year-old passenger from Georgia went home to f- went back to her room to find her 18-year-old roommate crying about what she said had been um, like trigger warning a rape and that she'd been videotaped at the same time. Jesus. Right? I mean, I was not expecting that in my research, but when they were at, when she was asked who she thought did this, like, you may have guessed it. <laughs> it was those Brooklyn boys. 
and it was reported to the ship officially on July 8th, so a couple days later. And so then at the next port that they were at, they were actually kicked off. So the That's cruise ship. It? I oh read that. Like, I thought it said the Italian police were the one to review any videotape that might have been found. There's a lot of fucking, like, supposed oh, okay. videotapes in this one. I don't know. So at least maybe but they were taken into custody. I just read that there wasn't enough to, they didn't have the authority or enough evidence to charge them, but they had enough to kick them off the boat, which I thought was pretty fucking crazy after like, literally this is after a disappearance on a cruise. Like, it was like yeah. two days later. Like, I just yeah, don't Yeah, that is it. a little bizarre. Maybe they couldn't find the tape and that's why they couldn't charge them. But they're like, well, yeah, she still said it was you. So we'll kick you off. Right. Like how the other tape. tape. Yeah. And then the other tape, they didn't admit to killing George, but it was like heavily implied. So it's like, oh, there's like just not enough. Maybe it's so frustrating. Um, But yeah, I had to include that because I was like, well, (laughs) that's true. That's crazy. And I don't want to confuse it, but also one source that there was a possible third video that showed like Jennifer with another man or something kind of incriminating on her that people believe might be maybe some of what Hmm. caused some of their issues. I don't know. I was like, there was a Reddit rabbit hole to China on this one if I wanted to go into it, maybe. (laughs) But actually, that was a pretty good source because they had a nice write-up on, as I was telling you, unresolved mysteries. So I was like, oh, yeah, Yeah. no, mine's not really solved. (laughs) But the theories actually include, I mean, we could probably guess, like, accident, like the, you know, cruise line would like to suggest. Uh, But some sources even contemplated that it could have been suicide and then obviously murder or foul play and i put would say a combination of of one or two of those yeah like some had the theory that he was the target of theft that like maybe the guys okay yeah they're kind of friends with him from the cruise but also he was known to wear like this nice watch I have it written down somewhere, but not a Rolex, but something fancy, you know? Oh, okay. Worth a lot. Oh, a Bretling watch? I don't know. I literally don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but like some alleged that maybe there was a struggle, like where they, oh, we'll put him to bed and he's so passed out that we'll try to grab his watch, but then maybe he woke up and then there was a struggle because... Did I mention there was like a few drops of blood in the room, like on the bed sheets or whatever? Oh, no. Okay, because in the room, yeah, there wasn't a ton of blood, but there was like a couple of drops or something. So it was like a little weird. Yeah. <sighs> that would be weird if lot. it was an accident or somebody was going to commit suicide. I wouldn't suspect the blood would start in the room. Yeah, I wonder if they. They would have maybe panicked if they were caught robbing him. The whole blood stain, it's 
you know, it really doesn't seem consistent with someone just falling off a thing. And that's what yeah. I think they said they brought on that Henry Lee guy who was like a blood spatter expert or whatever. Because like, you just fall over. It doesn't mean like, <laughs> I was like, when you spontaneously start bleeding from like everywhere. So don't you have yeah. don't you have to be like two like stories before you actually die from a fall? Like it's a lot of blood if you look at like the close up. But yeah, it almost looks like um I don't know, like if somebody was almost like forcing him, like they were holding him down or something and he was like yeah. moving around cuz it's got like a smeary right. kind of like draggy pattern to it and then if they as a group like managed yeah to push him over the edge you know you can't get back on the boat you're kind of shit you're gonna drown like yeah and this was at this like kind of inaccessible canopy like below his balcony so it would seem like you would have to be bleeding before you went over otherwise you would just yeah maybe hit your head or one point and blood would start from there but you wouldn't like leave this whole like bloody print you know yeah like a splat (sighs) yeah unless you were bleeding beforehand or something yeah Ugh, just awful but um what else well there's not a lot more so afterwards jennifer went back to her maiden name eventually she would go on to start working for the michael j fox foundation for parkinson's research and later okay. moved to fairfield to work with near and far aid a nonprofit that works with the homeless yeah i mean i can't seem to fault her for her like career choices either she was working in and ed- yeah. learning about education or working in medicine so i'm like I-, I just don't even know what to think about her <laughs> yeah i mean that's good it does seem good on the surface I- yeah yeah mm-hmm. um it's known that in 2009 she remarried to a jeff agney um a financial advisor for global healthcare equities for pine Pinebridge Investments, and they now have three kids together. Um, so yeah, I try not to judge. Of course, I did the math. I'm like, okay, it's like four years after, but like, whatever. She moved on. I don't know. Um, and then, slight plot twist: one of the suspects, Greg Rosenberg, one of the cousins, is also dead now. Um. He was killed in 2020, the year which shall not be named. So <laughs> that was 15 years after the fatal cruise. And he was um, literally murdered in cold blood at his home, either in the doorstep or on the driveway. I oh. saw different things. Yeah. He pissed off the wrong people. No, people said it was a hit. Yeah. Like, he had got home from Christmas shopping and was, like, just, like, shot point blank, like, five times. <laughs> wow. Like, what? And all I really know about that, they said that the police in the area, which was Davie, Broward County in Florida, said that in September 2020, I wrote 2022, 20, 20, too many zeros. Um, <laughs> In, said in September 2020, they hope one investigation will shed light on the other. So they don't know who killed either of them yet. 
That is my case. Sorry. Weird. I no, hate that's it. crazy. Like, I know. It's, you know, it seems like solvable, but yet. Yeah, because it's not one of the ones where somebody just disappears, like. Yeah. Like mine, like without a trace kind of thing. Like this, there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of blood. There's blood in their room. Like known last people who are with them. Yeah, and... you have suspects that were involved in like other crimes. Right. The time. Yeah. Like that was a weird layer I was not expecting. <laughs> yeah. Because I have heard ones where like people go mysteriously missing and like you know oftentimes or at least one or two i've heard i think one was amy lynn bradley was one that disappeared on a cruise ship near curacao where my mom has been um but like and they go missing and then like they're like oh looking at the cruise line employees that were there at the dance that night or then often like sex trafficking and stuff like that is suspected because it's so female and it's you know i don't know a foreign country whatever but yeah, this one is just like there's not a lot of cases where it's a guy that goes missing and I don't yeah. know, this is a healthy, like real big guy and like you know what I mean? It's just you, you get drunk, you can get vulnerable and unfortunately, yeah, you can get preyed upon just as easily, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You have to be careful who was... you who you party with when you're on a yeah. cruise. Like, right i think we've all hmm. probably partied with people where we went oh shit that was probably a bad idea yeah. <laughs> i'm glad i'm home <laughs> yeah yes oh my god <laughs> oh, i know yeah it's one of those where i just wish i knew and i'm sure the family fucking just wants justice and just sucks but yeah yeah i got it we'll have to do some more of these because they're just so crazy yeah, there's another one that's um watched a, a Netflix documentary about it wasn't at international waters though, it was in like mm. um in a bay, like uh, oh, a submersible yeah, okay. that was like in a bay. And, like <gasps> some pretty fucked up shit happened. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Because so I thought about doing that one, then when I re-looked it up, I was like, oh, that wasn't in international waters. It was, like, in a little, like, bay. Like, they were only, like, a certain distance from the right. shore. I was like, oh. The like, amount that different. I came across, I was like, man, we could do cruise ships crimes again. We could do maritime yeah. mysteries. I'm like, man, it feels like we could have a whole podcast on mysteries around the sea and shit sometimes and boats. Yeah. And- <laughs> oh god. Well, anyway, we hope you guys have a good week, month, um, yeah. August. <laughs> you miss us a whole bunch. You can join our Patreon and get access to all of our, our back catalog of monthly bonus episodes. That's such a good point. Did you guys know we had a Patreon? <laughs> we do. Donate so we can go on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> what is that what do they go on on the office a dinner cruise or whatever (laughs) that sounds nice you come back by the end of the day oh no it's a booze cruise they're on (laughs) but same idea 
I've been on a couple like day cruise kind of things. Oh, cool. Gordo says, have a good day. (laughs) I'm just going to shake directly into the mic. (laughs) Yes, we'll miss you, Gordo. Don't worry. We'll be back recording soon so I can see all your El Gordo shenanigans. Just bit me. Oh my god. It wouldn't be an episode if you didn't act like an asshole at another time. Now you're getting the paw of death. (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to hit me. They're staring each other down, you guys. I don't know. I need to intervene. (laughs) Alright, I will let you go. Have a good night. (laughs) Oh yes, to our cryptic cuties. Keep it cryptic, y'all. Bye. Bye, Gordo butt. I had to let Gordo finish (laughs) jumping down. just don't know what he's gonna do next it's probably best that you embrace yourself just walks in front of me and then just bites my arm and tries <laughs> to hit me in the face oh oh Fenrir hasn't done his little love nibbles in a while I like his little it's not really a bite it's more like uh-huh. a ning 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 on your skin no just a little Gordo nibble. it like fucking hurts like I can see the red marks already from it like, I remember when he was attacking your ankles and I was like, that dude is vicious. Yeah, I have scars on my ankles from... Oh my god. I had a huge cut that went from all the way across the top of my foot to like my toes from one side to the other, probably like five or six inches long. And it it like scabbed over over the course of a couple weeks and then like yeah. went into a scar. And it was him attacking my feet one time. Like, oh my god and i'll get like that i don't know if it's cat scratch fever but you know what i mean like they get kind of puffy like if i get a cat yeah. scratch i get like it gets a little puffy on me and i think i think most people do it's like or... something yeah. something in their claws and like their paws the bacteria uh, and stuff like that can do it um okay yeah yeah i didn't know careful. if it was like allergies like i'm not super allergic but dander and stuff i can't like yeah. Put a cat up to my face and rub it. I'll be like, ah! <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This has been Castles and Cryptids. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and our YouTube channel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. On our website, you can listen to all of our episodes as well as view pictures for each of our segments. Check out our Patreon page to view all of our tiers and become a Patreon supporter today to unlock monthly bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes content. We are working on an Ask Us Anything. You can submit questions by social media or by email at castlesencryptids at gmail.com. Do you have a spooky ghost story? a creepy cryptid sighting, or a thrilling true crime tale you would like to share and have us include in a future episode? Send us your listener story by social media or by email. Please include the name that you would like mentioned. 
Our music is by Kobe Fair. Our logo and artwork is by Antonio Garcia. Thanks for listening.